Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of Bigfoot and a Bunny for the Paranormal UK Radio Network. Uh, in this podcast, we're going to interview uh, psychic medium Jim Hunt from the series Knock Knock Ghost, uh, which right now you can watch on uh, Amazon Prime if you're a uh, Amazon subscriber. Uh, do check that out. We did. Uh, we enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast talking to Jim. Uh, he is just so spot on. Um, he was giving us readings, our audience readings. We talked about aliens, Bigfoot, uh, what happens when we die, and spirit guides. Uh, we even had a um, ghost box session uh, during the show, and uh, you'll hear uh, <laughs> you'll hear the box answering. And um, Jim mentioned at one point in the show, he mentioned that uh, I had a grandfather around me or behind me um, during the show, and he was patting me on the head or something. He, and uh, like he was a uh, spirit guide. And um, this uh, kind of concerned me, I guess. I wanted to know which one because uh, both of my grandfathers, unfortunately, have passed. And uh, I did a little bit more spirit box work with it. Um, and I found out. I uh, got his name um, back uh, twice, and he has an unusual name, um, and some other information. So I kind of confirmed that, at least uh, as far as I am concerned, that is spot on accurate. And uh, I'm glad he's here. So happy Ghosttober out there, Paranormal UK listeners. And uh, Garrett, here is our interview with Jim. Welcome to Bigfoot and the Bunny. This is a couple's journey into the mysterious, the unknown, and, and the, the paranormal. paranormal. I'm your host, Chris Carr. And I'm your host, Kristen Johnson. Together, Together we, we are Bigfoot, Bigfoot and the, the Bunny. Bunny. And we're live again. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Bigfoot and the Bunny. Welcome to Bigfoot and the Bunny. I'm Chris Carr. And I think I'm Christian Johnson at this moment, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Done a little quick computer tweaking. That was all our fault. So 
Yeah. We can't blame things like last week when our camera went off. Oh, yeah. Just by itself. And we thought it was on a battery saver or something. So I checked it before the show today and it was not. It just it turned itself not. off. And we don't know about that. I'm sure there's a, a very good explanation. Always is. But, um, Hey, how are you doing? So we had a, a fun week this week, Chris. We did. We went out with our friend Anne-Marie Young. Yes, we did. And we went to Salem. We did. We Salem, Massachusetts, because it is the season. So Not that it's not a great place to go at any time of the year, but it is particularly <laughs> fun in October. And Anne, she lives out of state, so she came up and we both got shirts that says road trip. That's right. Salem, Mass. So you see those. Yeah. Which is and I. <laughs> had a wicked good time he did well we we're from massachusetts and we can say that and uh, it was awesome and uh thank you again ann thanks um, Marie. we were flying high in salem that was a ball yes we didn't uh, couldn't find any witch hats but we're good yeah, we got t-shirts or <laughs> very few um but we we had a really good time food was awesome and we, yeah, we just excellent. had a, a, a ball and uh you can find ann at her our group page as well on facebook which is uh rise of the phoenix uh, look for that and you'll see uh, us at facebook.com slash Bigfoot and the Bunny. You'll see we're members of that. And uh, you can also go there to find out uh, just what we're up to. We just put out some pictures, as a matter of fact, of on our pages of uh, Ian and our trip. Yeah, we just posted a, a, some, a couple uh, of pictures. some posters from that journey. <laughs> so anyways, happy Saturday. Hope you're having a good time. We have an awesome guest for you guys this week. Uh, psychic medium Jim Hunt. From the TV show Knock Knock Ghost, which you can catch right now on Amazon Prime, travels the world searching for answers to some of our biggest questions about what happens when we die. He is, um, he'll also talk about his experiences and research in Eastern Canada's historically haunted locations, as well as his adventures over the years with Bigfoot, aliens, shapeshifters, and more. So let's bring him right on. Hello. Welcome, Jim. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How are you Thanks doing? for having me. Oh, thank <laughs> you for being here. Yes. I'm loving That's every minute of this already. So this is cool. Two hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's have some fun. <laughs> so um, we wanted to ask you about Knock Knock Ghosts and the name uh, because sure. it reminded me of spiritual rapping. Uh, that was a, a phrase that was used in the 1800s during the spiritualist movie movement. Mm-hmm. In the early 1900s, and uh, I believe the Fox Sisters were the first ones to come out with that. And I was wondering if it had anything to do with that. That was well, to the knock, you know, tables and things of that nature, and not rapping like you know the ghost of the toast has the most. So, <laughs> so um, let me tell you, Chris, uh, absolutely not, nothing, nothing to that at all. But what? I can't explain it to you. My wife is a professional stand-up comedian. And she oh, wow. had met, thank you. And she had met Richard Ryder, and they do a circuit together, and they do a lot of different um, open mics around Toronto and surrounding areas here in Canada. And um, Richard, who's uh, the co host of Knock Knock Ghost at the time, said, Do you know a psychic? Does anyone know a psychic? And my wife secretly went up to him and just said, Hey, my husband's a psychic. And Richard Ryder's going, Yeah, like, Eh, a whole bunch of beautiful F words and F bombs and everything else that dropped on my table at that time. And then um, they introduced me to him. I, he tested me like everybody else does. And um, I think I opened up his eyes to that because he's a, the strongest 
skeptic on the show. And then uh, I think it worked. And so the knock-knock ghost was knocking about a joke, a knock-knock ghost or a knock-knock joke is how it turned out. And that's how it worked. So that's where we came from. Oh, gotcha, wow, gotcha. That's, that's cool. I figured it had something to do with that, but then it, we were also watching something on the spiritualism recently, and I was like, hmm, spiritual rapping, knock, knock, maybe some parts. That's where they yeah, got it from. But no, that, that's really cool. That's, uh, that's already a- coming. Here's Anne-Marie. We were just speaking of you, oh, Anne-Marie. Cool. Stupid gremlins, yes. <laughs> yes, always, always. Love you guys. Love you too. Robert Riggie's out there. Hi, Robert. correct about the Fox sisters. Yeah, there we go. Okay, right. <laughs> I think part of the problems that everyone's been having with electronics, obviously, is uh, the way Mercury in retrograde has been working since, um, let me see, September 28th, and it mm. goes until October 18th. So it's not been a good one for a lot of people. No, it's like six planets in rec- retrograde or yeah, Gatorade. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. five. Gatorade. Yeah. It's like going up in it. Everything is going wrong. <laughs> for energy, it's like going up an escalator the wrong way. It's just so difficult to get to the top, and it's that slow. Yeah, it has been a little, little buggy. But honestly, things are always a little wackadoodle here in this uh, studio that we built. I don't know why we call them gremlins, but it could be many things. <laughs> you know, um, we have a question already. Already, yeah, questions are pouring in there, and uh, Derek Spillner says hello. I'd like to know what his experience is with shapeshifters. Right off the bat. Right. We're going to Take a look at that. that. We can go there if you'd like. Um, sure. sure. We'll please. wrap back around because we got all kinds of things to talk about. Uh, okay. Perfect. So my very first experience was in a uh, subway here in Toronto, Canada, our great subway. And uh, that was about 26 years ago. And the shapeshifter did not care that I was on the same car as him. and he was really freaking out because uh, intuitives, any type, anybody with an empathic personality can pick them out of a crowd, really can. And they get nervous from our energy because they can see auras like we can. And I noticed it. It looked at me. It sort of turned quite quickly. And um, it bolted as soon as it got to the next stop. And it bolted so fast, I could not catch up to it. Wow. Because it does not want to talk to me. And the last one was just in 2018, going to Denver, Colorado from Toronto. And it was, uh, he was uh, one of the flight attendants, I believe, uh, was there. We looked at each other. He dropped his, his uh, microphone or his uh, two-way radio, took off his badges and bolted. He was going to wow. be on the same, he was going to be on the same flight as us. And Derek is asking if you feel the shapeshifter was was of human origin. Um, I think it shifted. It's not a trickster, and it and because um, a trickster will usually take a an animal form, like an elemental. Mm-hmm. But this was a full human personality, and I was with one of my colleagues at the time who said that that person looked quite peculiar at the time, and I couldn't quite tell her what was going on because it would have freaked her out. I bet, really. All right. Actually, that's uh, related to something you want. I wanted to ask. All right. So I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but we, as we said, we watched Knock Knock Ghosts. And there was Thank one. You. Um, you're welcome. And there was one episode that you were in the, and I hope I don't 
pronounce this wrong, but um, L'Original Jail? L'Original, yep. Thank you. Uh, you guys from the beginning were having fun with that because she was, <laughs> wasn't saying it right either. So. Um, but at one point you said that you felt a demonic um, exp- a demonic spirit presence. or presence and you couldn't protect your team. And you said it again. Now, my question is, how did you feel? How do you know it was demonic in your opinion? How did you so, feel with the chaotic energy? Uh, so... I don't know what people feel like um, intuitively. Uh, I can speak for myself, but mm-hmm. other people feel the same journey that I go on to because the real psychic mediums seem to be coming out lately, which I love. So what happens here is I will feel a vice from inside my shoulders squeezing me very tightly as if it's got a hold of me with its arms or its hands and squeezing the crap out of me. And it has a hard time breathing. Uh, there's no smell. Of sulfur sometimes there is but there is a, a an odor that could come around and um, the energy was doing the sign of infinity but not in but doing it in the complete opposite way so it was throwing energy against me or against my colleagues and everybody else and it wasn't a safe place to be into and it wasn't a very bad prison per se but it was not a healthy one that's I'm for just sure wondering how it got there i mean was uh, it you didn't seem um, to be sure if it was a uh, prisoner or I think it was one of the guards I think it was somebody who was malicious I think it was a human being that was a son of a bitch and just hurt a oh. lot of different people and took advantage so what do you feel the difference between a demonic being like chaotic being and how do you uh, be against a um, negative being a, a negative human no, being which is saying is how, how does a human seem different to you than something that is not human. Um, So even in the spirit world, just like we've seen uh, poltergeists take a human over, their Mm -hmm. body over, uh, you can still see that in spirit form where a poltergeist will take over that spirit form, the ones that I always try to release. And they control that spirit form like as if it's their puppet. So it will do its dirty work so that it doesn't have to be seen poltergeists do not like to be seen they don't like to be heard they don't like to have any of it they use an alter ego of somebody else that is just as evil i would say from the human side but when a poltergeist does come out that's when you get the smell that's when you get the darkness that's when you get um um the feeling of helplessness depression anger and for a lot of people who do investigations those poltergeists love the investigator who doesn't know how to protect themselves or doesn't do any of that. And then there's a whole shitload of trouble at that point. And by the way, I swear it's too often. Sorry. It's okay. It's, okay. it's a wide open door. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. At that, that point, though, for the uh, poltergeist, be like a wide yes. open door to step in. Do you feel like those um, entities that they control are is playing sort of a role that's something we talk about mm. on the show a lot like always. there's sort of, uh, stereotypes and hauntings right there's always a haunted kid in a graveyard and a woman in white and child in a house and yeah you see a lot of the same things right like every town Repetition. has a lot of the yeah. same type of hauntings and it's very curious to us like it's like they're stepping into that role sometimes that role is like a demonic entity and it may not be you know when they're using words like beelzebub and um you know demonic names or whatever 
Okay, so what happens to me, and I'm blessed with this and I've been lucky, um, I have only positive energy on the left side of me, the heart chakra side, and I know that that energy's been good and it's treated me that way since I was a child of five. Anything that's on my right, I have a hard time believing or listening to, or I'll take some of the information because they, the demonic will give you good information, but they're mm -hmm. going to go around it and give you information that will be painful or hurtful or spiteful to the person that you're trying to get the answer to. Like they'll say, oh, your grandmother died, but it was your uncle that put the pillow over her face. You know, they'll, that's what they'll do. And I'll get that information on the right. When the left, I'll get your, gra your grandmother passed away and she just passed away naturally in her sleep. So I have to decipher who's right, who's wrong, what type of situation it is. People do a lot of history in a home. So mm -hmm. you will have the little child and 95% of the time, it's not the child. It, mm -hmm. It's it's a poltergeist. Uh, a woman in white, good luck with that. <laughs> I think that's gone by like the Fred Flintstone cartoons. It just doesn't exist. There's, it doesn't happen. So for me, anyway. You hear about a lot, right? So it's almost like mm -hmm. if somebody perceives that or they see what is a stereotype, typical woman in white or whatever color, it's almost like they're they're fishing with like a tackle, you know, from the other side. And it's like, all right, I'll be right. the woman in white. I'll be the little kid. You'll feel bad for me. Give me attention. Exactly. And there's something about that attention intent as well. I think that they're looking well, for. Everyone's looking at you live right now. And if you do, you see the painting behind me. Yes. yes. Okay. So that is done by a psychic artist, artist Alex, and she did this for me in 2015. This is what she sees behind me every day. Now, this is my left side because it's the, the way the angle is. And notice how light the energy is on this side, like right here. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, it's dark, which is the right side. So that's what I get all the time. And you get attacked by that type of energy every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's no such thing as, oh, I shut it off. Good luck with that. Well, yep, that is something that I have heard a lot about, and we've had a little bit of experience with that ourselves. But mm -hmm. the problem is, like, once that, that door is open, like, it's hard to turn it off, right? It, you want them to stop talking to you. You spend so much time trying to get them to talk to you, and then they don't stop. And they continue. Trust me, you're almost asking them to say, Hey, I have a, uh, I work between the hours of nine to five, not three to six, like you guys do. Like, uh, you know, like, come on. Like, take it easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Can't shut shut that stream down, unfortunately. Right. No, you can't. And if somebody says they can, I would start to question how they can shut it down because it is literally impossible. I get words and people talking to me at all times. It's not like, and it's not menacing or troublesome or I can't focus on my daily routine. I grew up like this. It's not like. It just showed up. I So I know every time I'm doing something like this, it's just been there forever. So I don't know any different. This is my, That was where I was going to go with this next question. How and when did you start? I know this is like the basic question, but we would like to know. No, please do. I want people to understand. For me, and I tell this story every time, and I love it. I was five years old, just turned five. It was October. Um, uh, um, and I had buried my uh, G.I. Joe with a space capsule in the sandbox. Lost it, forgot all about it, didn't remember. Asked my mother where it is, she didn't know. So come next spring, 
I'm sitting in the same sandbox and there's a man at the very far corner of the sandbox. And he says, hey, don't you think it's about time that you found your friend in the sand and now you can play with him again? And I said, I lost him. What are you talking about? I can't find him. He said, and he pointed. And he pointed to exactly where it is, get my plastic shovel, my little scoop, dig it out, and there it was. That was my very first intuitive psychic encounter with a spirit. Wow. That's a good one. I like that. It's very nice, right? And they are nice. 99, no, sorry, 95% of the time, they are nice. It's when you provoke the evil. Right. That's what's that's that People, right? Because most people you meet are, are nice. And, you know, even if they're a little impartial toward you, they're not, they don't go out of their way to like make your life harder in some way and attack you or, you know, knock things off shelves, although that seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> yes. It seems like they're pretty good. And it's kind of like the alien abduction phenomena, which I also talk about a lot. And it, it seems like a lot of the messages that people walk away with is are positive. They're like pro-humanity, but there's a, a portion of them that are, are not, and they're very negative. Well, Chris, the negative ones that I feel are the ones <clears> – <throat> Just like I think aliens would make mistake, just like humans make mistake in an operating room, per se, observation room. They didn't give you enough anesthetic or they didn't do something. And all of a sudden you're waking up during this trauma and a doctor will say, get that gas in him and put him asleep. He's not, a, he's not down yet. And I think the ETs don't think about it that way. And you've been examined. And I think that's where the pain and the suffering and the anxiety that comes with it when they return you because it's a memory that they can't lose. Interesting. What do you think the, the spirits want with, with humanity when they want to communicate? Like, what is it that, what is their kind of goal or end game? It's a lot of spirits when they're talking to us, they're, they're talking to us with such a, a candor. They, they're not like in your face arguing or fighting with you. Um, some of them are crying and they want to get a message to their family saying, I'm so sorry that I passed away so soon. I didn't expect this, but this was part of my soul life. Can you go and tell Uncle Jim about that? And I'm going, I don't even know Uncle Jim. How am I going to tell this guy? And then you ask them for an address and they, it seems like they don't give it to you, which is harsh. But then I end up meeting someone in a mall named Uncle Jim that I heard. And I just said, hey, I got a message for you. And I don't even know that person. But they know wow. I'm going to meet them. Wow. That's interesting. Um, you, you would obviously agree with this. One of the most common things that we've gotten back with, like, our ITC research is uh, two phrases. One is, help me. Yes. And the other is, get out. <laughs> and so, seem to be we're going to really, help them, but then really we're going to get common, out. Right. right. Common EVPs for people. We notice it with people in our circle and, you know, the research we do and we talk to. They get that a lot, too. So we don't know what kind of help they want. Is it more like they need help crossing over? And then why are they telling us to get out? They are very, very much insecure and unhappy when they are back in this light or they're doing a loop where they're doing the same old death over and over and over again, or they're absolutely lost. Uh, a light is not above you, below you, uh, left to right. The light is there for that specific spirit to see. And it's for them that to be called into. So what you try and do is slow that spirit down. Say, hey, I think your grandmother's calling you. I think your brother's calling you. Stop for two seconds and just listen to them. 
two things happen. 95% of the time, the spirit is upset that I can see them because they want to be incognito. But they're also looking for that extra vibe or help because they try and listen to the living and just say, maybe that's right. Maybe that uh, that I should be in the bathroom and waiting for, for the light to open so I can go home or I don't belong here anymore. What they're looking for is a small explanation or a small feeling of hope that they can feel, touch, hear music. A hand comes out to grab this light and this entity and in the light they go. But I'm going to tell you, Chris and Christine, there is no thank you with that. They don't turn around back in the light and just poke their head in and just say, hey, thanks a lot. Uh, I found myself. You know, they, you don't hear a thing from them, but you hear peace. You hear tranquility and quiet. And that's what I'm surprised about. And that's what I love because you're not going to get the thank yous. It's a thankless job. Okay. <laughs> Tomorrow, look Actually, at that painting behind you. Tomorrow, I like it. Yeah, me by too. The way. Thank you. Really cool. But I'd like to also know, and this is a big question as well, is it'll be help me Kristen or help mm -hmm. me Chris. So how the heck do they know our names already? Oh, well, here's the thing that people have a hard time with. And I've talked to demonologists. I've talked to other professionals in the field. They have a file on us like any, like a doctor would have a file on us. And it, I think mine's about that big, just to let you know. But it's just, <laughs> they predict if I'm going to turn left or right or if I'm going straight or if I'm going in. They will know that I'm not afraid to walk in. They know that I will um, not take shit from a poltergeist because I didn't invite them. You have no right to be here. Get the hell out of Dodge. Leave me alone. And if I'm not paying attention to them, the whiter, lighter, less expressive uh, entities, spirits, they tend to gravitate towards the person who's removing that, that fear from them. And as soon as they get that, they honestly, they just go to the light like in droves, hundreds. They just turn and go. It's amazing. It's fun to see. Now, once they hit that light, and it, it's hard for me uh, to imagine. I mean, everybody's talked about the light and then what it means and being this sort of heavenly thing. They, they're they gone. You don't, they don't visit back again sometimes. Or I, I'm telling you with my heart with my heart that we have an intended soul purpose to come here and learn observe do this do that and that could be your serial killer to your doctor to your lawyer to your teacher to a child that's going to die at five to someone that's going to die at a hundred if you're going to die of cancer if you're going to give birth to a baby all of these things you need to experience in a soul life so that you can get stronger and stronger to move on as we all know uh, or i know and it's my intention to not prove it because I can't. There's more dimensions. There's more galaxies. We are just not the, uh, the only people on Earth right now. We definitely agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I believe you. I, I think there's a lot to be discovered in that realm, maybe through quantum mechanics that hasn't really been proven wow. yet. No. Spectrum but of our eyes. Focusing on electrons yep. and having them behave differently, just our intent does it so i think there has to be some tie into manifestation in there and what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. that's individual mm -hmm. to everyone and, and just because the spirits our brains as we know can manipulate anything they can manipulate yeah. apps they can manipulate i mean if they can do the things they can in your your house if you've ever had an experience um any of our listeners they can like really with they their can, intent dowsing yeah, rods work yeah yeah everything works we we always say that and that's so true i used to be really skeptical of like the different applications out there 
and I was thinking about it too logically, like, well, how do they go in and know how to code it so that, you know, the, the meaning the, the yeah. ghost, the spirit to answer the randomly selected questions or words, a bank of words, whatever it is. And, and it just, I've seen it work too many times. It's just that it's their intent. I think, you know, if they intend to do it, it seems to happen if you're having that communication. Not that all communication from apps or any device is 100%, but when it's happening, I think it's just purely they want to make it happen, and therefore it does. It does, right. And, and they want to give us affirmation as well, because they do want us to share our knowledge. They do want us to say that we're not alone. And you have to understand, uh, I'm 62 now, so I'm one of the elders from my family, where I've lost everyone who has passed. and. They were very frightened because they had Catholicism only, uh, and they were one-lined, and they had no experience other than what they read in a newspaper, and with, and it was very, very closed. Everything was never shared. In today's day and age, since 1998, for me, everything exploded. The internet, information highway, everything that we have, we're getting more information more people are showing up, more people are seeing things. So now we're more open to what we see. So when we go out to explain it in the field, people are starting to understand it more because there are a lot of patterns. There are a lot of different things that happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's some very, uh, some interesting kind of strong comments here. In the, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck on one this one. Here, this is from uh, Courtney Starling. She says her son's died our son died in June of this year. He asked uh, me for help. I am states away. He was found five days later, and he sent me a text that read, The beast is upon us. I believe this needs to be investigated. That gives me chills. Do you get any feeling from that? Well, Courtney, I'm very, very sorry for your loss. I truly am. But I understand that I am also being told that this was your son's journey. I don't understand the beast is there. There's got to be something that uh, is not telling you the truth in that one, and I'm sorry. I don't think that children are locked up and held captive in our spirit world. There is no white energy that will allow that to happen. And I think that your son is safe and sound, and he's just, he will communicate. He will talk to you in your left ear. He will give you a hug. He will give you a kiss on the forehead, and things will start to feel a lot better. You're just still in a lot of shock and a lot of unhappiness because you lost somebody that was so dear to your heart. That actually makes me very emotional right now. I'm very empathetic, <laughs> so I want to cry. I'm sorry. You also do uh, readings for, for the public, right? They can um, book a, a session with you, a psychic medium session. Yes, they uh, can. The, the website and the ticker is jimofficial.com for our listeners that, aren't, that can't see it. See, yeah. I just had something in my left ear tell me to f off, right? What? So interesting. Uh, I get stuff in my right, so I'm going right with you. <laughs> Whoa! Well, and here's actually a comment about yep. such a thing. I'm gonna bring this up. Natalie Mosley says the left-right thing is interesting. Had that happen myself with alien-type entities, mm -hmm. would not go to the left side. That's how I knew them, as they pretended they were good. Interesting, Natalie. Very interesting. All right. Cool. That's awesome. And it's how I perceive or work with the energy like that. The right side to me is always different. Uh, they're the first ones that want to talk to you, by the way. You'll always get information on your right side. 
always because they want to confuse you. They want to throw you off the path. They want to try and take you into a different realm or they want to see how frightened you are. And they get so angry. But on the left, it's like the spiritual side, the heart side, the heart chakra side. You are protected by great energies, angelics, your past lives, your old contracts that still people are protecting you. There's a lot of stuff out there. Wow, that's interesting. You know, I was in a hospital. Yeah. Um, I had a, a heart attack, and I've had two of them, unfortunately, to go out my medical stuff. But I remember sitting on a stretcher, and I had a, a really clear, clear audience experience, and it was in my left ear. And it was like I could almost feel someone's face, like feel the pressure on my face of somebody reaching, like swooping in and going, Chris, and I just said my name. And it was really loud. There was nobody around. And, it, you know, you know when it's right there in your ear. It was so crystal clear, and I could actually feel their presence. And I, that sounds like uh, what was going on there. That was, um, that was uh, and we, we talked before we went on air, that was your grandpa. Oh, wow. wow. Thank you. Thank you. He, he's just doing that now. He's petting you on the head, and he just says, enough with the sugar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Holy mackerel. Uh, that's actually pretty appropriate. Uh, yes, yeah. that's actually, it's, yeah, confirmed right there. Confirmed. Sorry. Confirmed. <laughs> Well, that's great. And as uh, anybody who's just caught that, we were talking a little bit um, before the show, and uh, Jim gave us a little insight into some of the spirits around us. Which we appreciate. Thank you. Around you, which yeah. again, you're very welcome. I love doing this when it's helpful and we can identify and I can get some affirmations from it. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> that is great. Um, so you. We talked a little bit about the demonic spirits. We talked about uh, shapeshifters, but you've also had experience with uh, aliens, uh, Bigfoot, elementals. Oh, elementals. I love them. Um, probably some, some other cryptids out there in your journeys. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Okay. So the Bigfoot is not a big deal, but it is. Um, I was in Denver. I was doing um, a week of uh, psychic readings at a very high-end resort and uh, it was my off day I needed a break I went out with the convener of the place and I said I would love to go for a walk in part of the mountains and uh, so off we went now I grew up with uh, family who were hunters so you know they you learn the smell of an elk or a bear or a deer you, you just do and you know the sense but what I smelled was not any of those. And she picked it up too. And it was really, really throwing me off. And it was like I had never smelled anything like that putrid in my life. We thought it was a dead animal. We went back the next day. It wasn't there. But where we exactly went, where our, our, our little boots were, there was a footprint and trees that were actually bent into shape away saying that that was a path or that we can't go there. Do not go any further than these trees from what I was explained. That's my only time with a Bigfoot-type feeling that I had. So it's nothing like crazy what everybody goes through because that freaks me out. That's something that does freak me out because they are dimensional and they are portal. They go from one portal to another for so sure. So interdimensional. Mm -hmm. Now, you said dimensional. Right. I mean, I'm yes. two dimensions. Okay. Moving in between dimensions, sorry. Yes. And, no. uh, they, I've never seen a Bigfoot ourselves. I know no. our show is called Bigfoot and the Bunny, but it's for a completely different name. <laughs> right. Absolutely. We're like we were talking about earlier. About the yes. 
So yeah. 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 It was just a different, it's a little story we had. So it was uh, something between us that seemed That's to be kind of catchy. Yeah. And we made the name of the show, but I wouldn't Beautiful. mind going putting some time. I mean, I love the forest. So yeah. Nature is where we belong. Believe us. Okay. But you understand that a lot of intuitives, a lot of psychics, a lot of mediums, they need that grounding by taking walks in the bush, by taking walks in a park. The elementals, if you're good to the elemental, the elemental's good to you. And they will shower you with energy, revitalize you, help you. They would go through your system, your body system, and try and cleanse you. They would try and remove stuff from the bottom of your feet, like tarry type stuff. They would do so many things to help you. It's crazy. If That's why I love the elementals. Do you if think you're responsible? Oh, I'm sorry. I think, if you're sorry, if you think your feet are aching because of uh, poor shoe wear, and people say they get the best shoes on, the best track boots, you are re being released the energy that is being pulled out of your feet back into the elemental world, so that they can chew it up and throw it away because you've been so helpful to other people, especially empaths. Wow. So a bit like um, grounding Beautiful. and doing uh, root chakras mm -hmm. and extending mm -hmm. your energy into the ground, that sort of thing. Absolutely. But don't screw with them either, right? Like, no, they're very tr they're tricksters as well. Yes. And they yep. can follow you home. Yeah, there's no uh, happier place. <laughs> yes, they can. In the, the forest, mountains yeah. for me, and, and the beach. That's so all of it Where for we us. feel pretty yep. naturally grounded. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you think they could be responsible for uh, uh, ports, or if, if you're familiar with that term, a port? No, I'm not. I, sorry, that's new for me. Yeah, it's new to us too. So <laughs> we actually just came across some information about this, and mm -hmm. what it's a reference to is the manifestation of objects, seemingly through like some kind of psychokinetic energy, be it I don't know, spiritual being or something like something like jewelry just literally falling out of the sky. Hmm. So that little rocks, anything that yeah, can be disappear. all kinds of things yeah. apparently. And it's jewelry it almost sounds like a magic trick. And a lot of people don't take it seriously, but there is some research that uh, points to this being like a legitimate phenomenon that has occurred. So what you're saying there, I only identify on one of my shows is where they would leave nickels or dimes in between archways of doors. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I've, yeah, I've heard that before as well. That, that's happened a lot. That's happened on many of the episodes that I've done, actually. Why do you think that is? Why would they leave the coin? They're letting me know that they're there. Uh, you know, they're letting me know that uh, we're going to have fun tonight. We're not We're not here to harm you. And uh, some of the cameramen on there just are flabbergasted because you go, I just found a nickel. And I'm going, that's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> But they won't go in the room without me. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Nickel richer and five cents wiser. Yep. Mary asks, uh, do you believe more and more portals are opening up in the world? Oh, here's the thing. We've had these portals here forever, Anne-Marie Young. They've been here forever. We are just now starting to explore the paranormal world. So they've always been there. We're just now finding them out. I love the your insight on everything. This is great. <laughs> I really do. I'm just being honest. It's what I think we no. should be telling everyone. Everybody. It's not, it's I not don't like it. And it's not all bad. No. Uh, no. I, we agree with you 100%. We made that point um, other times because uh, it's not all bad. And I th respect, I think, is not shared enough. Like, we really respect 
mm-hmm. those that have moved on. And if we're in a oh, yes. nation that's reputed to be haunted or we're in a cemetery or something like that, like we're cleaning that cemetery. Like yeah, we bring garbage bags more with than us. we go in with. It's, and we do, there's one know. thing we do not do. We do not taunt the spirits yeah, at all. They have, we are very respectful right. to them. I've heard about you. So I, I give you full kudos for that one because I've asked around. So that's cool. Oh, good. Well, thank you. <laughs> that wasn't a psychic thing. I didn't read that. I didn't read it <laughs> off of you. I don't. I I know you're both empathic. That's for sure. But uh, Kristen, you're fully empathic, and you worry about the death of people because you were a. And I'm sure you felt comfortable in Salem, but you were a midwife back in the 15th century. So that's why you might have felt like you were at home. Wow, that's that's great to know. Thank you. Yeah, and you love the, the 15th idea century. of uh, being motherhood. Yes, thing, obviously, I'm nursing as well. I used to, yeah, nursing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that actually that does fit you pretty well. In the 1500s, midwife. you said. Um, I've got you from 1510 to 1549, which is a long life. Jeepers! Okay. Thank you. The numbers and all. <laughs> I'm uh, those, but those are your souls, your protectors, telling you that. And then you're when I look at you. So your heart chakra aura changes to a brighter purpley color. Your third eye opens and then your crown turns into a rainbow. So it's like giving me affirmation that those things have happened. Wow. Thank you. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Anne Marie and I were both talking the other, when we went to Salem, that um, both of us went, and I don't know if it was to a a different medium or the same medium, but we went at different times. And they said that we had a rainbow eye. And I think oh, that's cool. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking. And it's they are they're people like who get those. We're a force to be reckoned with because we're so empathic. We don't like um, we don't exaggerate, right? We we, right. we want we want to share what we have. Mm-hmm. When someone doesn't believe us, it actually breaks our heart. It doesn't yes, like it. We're going. I'm not here to just bullshit you this is what i'm seeing i'm sorry exactly. if you think yeah. it's my imagination i'm not trying to hurt you and then you sometimes i lose sleep over it and i truly do but now i'm learning to say it's water off a duck's back i'm not going to convince you yes or no i'm learning i'm learning <laughs> i think we're all learning at this point we're all still learning there's a lot to learn still but i'm telling you we have to learn faster quicker because there is an energy that I've never felt before since 2019, and it gets stronger and stronger every year, every so year. I feel like it is growing, and it seems like paranormal phenomena is growing. It's something I hear people talk about and have for like maybe the last four years or so. Like, I hear getting the, a lot more data. It seems like there's a lot more things going. Yes, on. and I hear a lot of people say that the veil is thinning more. Mm-hmm. It is. A hundred percent. I don't think that we have much choice. Um, the connection of the spirit world, good, bad, and indifferent, are talking to all of us. We're just hearing it more often. We're seeing things. We're not passing it by like uh, it's uh, uh, our eyes are deceiving us or our hearing is deceiving us. We hear and see what we've been seeing. We're just afraid to talk about it. But I am no more. I am going to be just like I'm going to be the motor mouth of paranormal I, that's, that's I really awesome. will. Right on. Well, you you're going to come on here and, and talk anytime. 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 Courtney from <laughs> Starling, who mentioned <laughs> earlier, asked about out-of-body experiences. 
and uh, she had mentioned a sleepwalking incident and another comment. But um, what are your thoughts on out-of-body experiences? Okay. So this is where my friends go, and they look at me when I see them after they listen to a lot of these shows. They go, you're weird. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. I love them all. They're, because all, I've been able to hand handpick the ones that I love. Um, they say, if you feel that kind of thing, where's it come from? And it's um, – you're attached to your body through a full series of energy and there's little beacons that can call us back and we can go back to our old lives we can go to we can go to the uk we can go into any place and we feel like someplace is familiar because there's a little beacon there that lets us know that we've had an out-of-body experience and we're feeling where we used to be i died when i was five as an, in a drowning that we that I don't completely remember, but I was told. But no one has the idea of how I was pulled out of the water, lifted up onto a three-foot deck, and started spewing water out when there was no such thing as mouth-to-mouth -mouth or recovery. It was the 1960s. So they didn't have anything like that. And all I had was a great big red mark on my chest as if I was being picked up by my body and placed on there because it wasn't my time. And even at five years old, or six years old. I remember that clearly. It's not your time. Wow. Wow. That's been said a lot too. When you get NDE near death experiences, um, they say it's not your time. Yeah. And that's a given. And it's not um, long before TV or television would talk about it or uh, any other podcast or radio show. No one talked about that until lately. And I've been told that it's not your time. It really isn't. Yeah, you hear that exact phrase. I hear things like that uh, also leading to more psychic abilities. Uh, same thing with alien abductions and um, things that have been termed contact modalities. Like people seem to, once they have that kind of experience, get even more abilities than they had prior. I think that when we're in the presence of ET of any sort, and I, I basically, I'm, I call them greys. I really rarely call them an ET anymore. They're grays. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the reason why I call them grays is because they're gray. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Do you I, find them to be tall, short? Any? There are. They are of all different kinds. Like we are as human, different races, colors, creeds, languages. But I'm going to be honest because I spoke about this before. Not one ET has turned around and said, "Hey, Jim, how are you?" They walk by you, they'll look at you, they don't greet you, they don't say anything, but they know that you can see them. And it's just like you're in a shopping mall and they just crisscross one another. They don't pay attention to one another unless it's part of their own species or where they've passed on or they've died here on Earth, they stay here on Earth. It's weird, but that's until they get called, I guess. I'm not sure. But they've never talked to me. But you can feel their energy. You can feel their essence. There's no smell. There's nothing that connects that way to them. But you can see them. They're just like dead spirits, but in a gray form, an ET form. And that's why you feel like they're non-human, because they don't have things like smell or human. I don't their know. Actions are, their like actions are so different. It's like watching the Matrix as they go, because they... It shudders when they move. There's an energy that catches up to their 
their entity, their, their, their full entity. And it's as if they have a train of energy that follows them. It's so weird for me. This question kind of ties into what we were saying about the um, uh, interdimensional and our own yes. reality and maybe going to and even on a quantum level as to why that happens. We don't, nobody knows yet, but uh, do you feel like they experience time the way we do, or do you feel time is a human experience? Time is a human experience. This is, yes. we, we're feeling time is just a human experience. And um, when you get to be my age, I, even at 60, you're going, life is short now. There's not much time left. What the hell's going on? And we don't realize that. And, but once your soul leaves this body, this earth, time, there is no time. It, it's, you can be here in 10 years or 100 years. But you're also here to experience a, a lot more often than normal. I think we are in this earth because we have to have multiple lives to be able to build ourselves to a higher level than what we are today. Almost like a training ground. It is. Oh, it is. It's our battlefield. And I trust the dead before I trust the living. I like that. And I wish I had a shirt. So that that would be a very cool shirt. <laughs> you have to make that shirt. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, lots of comments out there. And I mm -hmm. know some people are kind of asking some uh, reading esque type questions and we'll get, sure. we'll get back into those. Um, maybe in the second hour, a little bit, um, people, hey, people. around them. And, uh, oh, can yeah. I say something to all my Canadian people? Absolutely. Yes. I meant to do it before. Happy freaking Thanksgiving, Canadians. It just enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your family. We've It's been like almost two years since we've really got a chance to go out and be with family. Yes. Just enjoy. Drive safely. Have a lot of fun. If you're listening to us on the air right now, make fun of me in a nice way and just send some nice comments. But just be careful going home, everybody, please. And enjoy your family. Hug your grandkids if you have them tighter than you would even hug your kids. Thank you. That's, That's awesome. Sweet. That's right. It is Canadian Thanksgiving. We have lots of Canadian friends out there too. We do. Seem seems like Canada is a just a, a nesting ground for paranormal Hotbed. enthusiasts. It is. Yeah. You should see Ontario. It's crazy. It is. Friends in Canada, then I, I can't. Yeah. It. It's odd. And I suppose it's true. I mean, I just notice it because uh, hey, they're Canadian. <laughs> hey. 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 Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Rush is one of our favorite bands. And we have this idea that like everybody in Canada must listen to Rush because yep. Rush are just so awesome. That's probably <laughs> not true. It's just urban legend that everybody listens to them up there. But. We actually would like to get some Rush beer. I don't know if you've heard that. Come oh, out. yeah. It's Rush has out. a beer out now. Yeah. But it's, they're not oh, I haven't heard. Is it, oh. is it brewed here in Canada? Yes. Yes. Well, I got a friend that can bring it to you. Okay, cool. I'll remember that. Thank you. I need some sent down right away. Yes. All right. We'll work on that. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. All right. Let's see what we got. Here's another question from Zen um, Benefil. I hope I pronounced that correctly. If we could only understand that there is not death, it's our attachments to form that gets in the way of natural communication with our friends and relatives, even those that we may not have a physical relationship. And then he puts in, it's in the eyes. It so is I think in that uh, the difference is like our physical form, just being uh, you know victim of our perceptions or five senses, mm -hmm. keeps us from better communicating with the with the dead. So, for me, um, to do a reading on a phone 
is not going to be as accurate as if I see you in person or through the new technology that we have. The eyes are my way to communicate. And I've been like that since a kid. And it's not that you can uh, wear psychology and uh, the psychological assessment of movement, eye movement is giving you away. That's all hypnotism. And that's great. And it does help a lot of things. But I read directly through the eyes. I can see your lives through your eyes. It's wow. Crazy. wow. That's really interesting. It's I've been like that forever. Wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, all right, well, yeah, we got some more before they get too buried. I guess I'll bring a couple of these yeah. out. Uh, let's see here. Donna. Donna's. Donna Parlo says, please, could you tell me how many guides I have? I'm a sensitive, empathic medium healer, please. Okay, if anyone's going to start asking questions uh, like this, and I should have asked this at the beginning, sometimes just try and throw your birth date in too. Um, Because uh, sometimes the formation of astrology does work with what you have. If if Donna is a Pisces, that would make a lot of sense because of the sensitive, empathic personality. But a medium weirdly goes with a Capricorn, a Libra, or a Sagittarius. Okay? Mm. And the healer side of us, it's, um, believe it or not, half the time is just a Sagittarius, a Libra, and a Pisces. Well, excellent. That's what I learned. Okay, guys. So uh, if you do have a question like that, where you kind of want a little bit of a reading, it would be real helpful to include your birth date. Thank you. uh, Sorry. Uh, Donna said uh, she's a cancer. 7-15-64. Okay. So Donna's left uh, because I get, this is the automatic that I get. So the reference from her grandmother is that she always hid behind her hair since she was a child and she did not feel the enough strength to take on what she needed to so she always felt left behind and that's why the empathic side is growing stronger and stronger each time but the every children will gravitate to her because she will give them hope and peace that she they can't get from their own family members so the empathic side makes a lot of sense she's been a parent forever in all of these past lives but she needs to give up a lot of the contracts that she has so that she can move into a different uh soul life she's been stuck at seven eight for a very long time there's 10 soul levels for me really oh yeah well, that's interesting could you can we talk a little bit about elaborate that? Soul that okay um well, drink first take a drink uh, take a breath. well no hurry we got all the time Thank you. in the world this nope. we like no problem have laughs and enjoy yes i should have had a beer no just joking <laughs> joking, joking. <laughs> Oh, that's coming and make up it later. rush, please. Rush beer. We'll, we'll probably magically transform into a beer later and some rush will be played. It sure will. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. You have no 10 problem. levels of souls. Yes. Yeah. So the first one is very Neanderthal in a way. It's just like um, you're always going to be led. You'll never, uh, you'll always follow. Uh, you'll be working. Uh, you'll eat, sleep, and drink, work. You'll be a prisoner, you'll be a slave, you'll be somebody that just will not grow or is too afraid to move forward, ask questions. The number two 
I still carry on with the first soul level, but the number two soul level is all of a sudden now you're becoming a little bit more political, a little bit more involved, a little bit more, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I want to do something else. So those one and two gather, they're learning not to listen to everything. They still do, and they're still controlled, but then they're looking to see who they want to follow, just not follow anybody. Number three, you're getting political you're getting a little bit more emotional and you're getting a little bit more independent. So now you're deciding where you want to live to be controlled. There's something like that for me. And so each state, by the way, each country has a different energy about them. And I, that, that'll take me years to get through, but every I state is different. But feel that as well. Yeah. But if you get into levels four and five, this is where the equality comes from. This is when you want to have a voice. You want to say who you are. You want to be uh, the politician that you're following. You want to believe in. And you're going to grow with them. And that's as far as you're going to go. You're going to support that political realm. You're going to support that doctor. You're going to support somebody. You're going to support the leader of the, the castles and whomever else you want to do. But you're always still following someone, but you're starting to become more independent. Then you come into six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Six and seven for me is um, you don't give two craps about politics. You want to party. You want to learn. You want to travel. You're an artist, you're expressing yourself, you have the freedom of speech, you're doing all of those things. And all six, seven, eight levels right there, you become more spiritual to yourself, you're committed to yourself. Um, you're not indignant by no means, but you're always wanting to learn and be creative. You get your musicians, you get your doctors, your lawyers, you get the people that really want to give a purpose. They, they're, they're here to serve, to help, to learn, to grow, to make us feel better. So it's carrying. So you got those. Then you're 8, 9, 10, you become a little bit more spiritual. You've probably had two encounters with death, maybe three in the eighth level. Um, you're, you, um, you grow up quite quickly. So by the time you're 15, 16, you want to be that lawyer. You want to be that doctor. You want to be that bus driver or garbage man. It doesn't really matter, but you're starting to feel like you want that independence. You want to grow with it, and you want to be in front of all of that. The, the eight is also where what we're doing for a living. We're more intuitive. We're more sensitive. We're empathic. We want to help the world. We want to share to the world. We want to show the world. But we're also still stuck in a little bit of politics because we're still afraid to speak. And then the nine, ten is nine is doing what we're doing now. We're healers. We've seen multiple, we've been through multiple past lives. We've probably been here 50, 60 times. We've done it over and over and over again. We've caught up to ourselves. But we're the scientists who are helping you create. We're the ETs that are talking to the human race, and we intermingle with one another. The the grays that will protect us, um, you're probably um, – and it's not about having millions, but it's a millionaire thing. And you have a lot of money. You disperse it. You share. But you also become more spiritual and loving yourself more, and you express that. And then 10, I think, is you let it all go. It's like Gandhi – and all of these people that believe in certain things, they're going to live uh, within earth, love everybody, and just feel like they've done it all. They don't need to do it anymore. And then they just move on. They're martyrs, basically. And that's it. Sorry, it was a long one. Told no, you. fine. No, I, I wrote them all down. 
<laughs> you that? could have a book on this, Jim. Yes. Because uh, um, that was damn good. Thank you. Uh, it's just um, there. there's a book out there, uh, not from me, uh, that sort of explains that. And there's a lot of people who are saying the same thing as I. It's just that um, I've always seen it that way, and I don't think that I can change. Uh, and if I write something, I really would have to take my time, but I'm a horrible author. And um, I think I can just speak it better than I can write it. Well, perhaps you need a ghostwriter. Oh, where's my book? That was a bad one. And I was it's all good. trying to send myself a picture that I could share with you. Um, getting back to the reading thing, our friend Ann was, was hoping you could check check into Ann's situation. She does give her... Um, birthday here it's which is 11 6 1970 it's Marie young and she is uh the person we went to salem with this week and she bought us these shirts really sweet of her. thank you we, we appreciate it and i have a picture of her that i might be able to share okay that'd be cool cool that's what i was just doing was sending it over from us uh, so sometimes i have to write some things down here to see where i'm at 11 6 70 right Eleven okay. sixteen, I think. Sixteen, uh, okay. That's right. Yeah, eleven six. No, you six. had it right. I'm okay. sorry. I had it nope. wrong because I'm flipping windows. On, I'm on. being taught as a psychic medium. I have to listen to every word everyone asks me. It's just like what? Okay. <laughs> it's a thing. It's an OCD thing. <laughs> Is that no? We get it. on. <laughs> okay. I'll try to share the picture here if I can. Eleven six. Okay. So. Uh, Anne-Marie, there's a lot of strength here that you have. You've been held back in, since the – you decided to make changes at the age of three uh, – sorry, 30. And 30 was your decision to, to control the atmosphere that you were in. It's not that uh, people were telling you what to do, but you were tired of doing what people were asking you when you got nothing out of it. Now you are more creative. You're less angry. You're more into people who love you. You're not allowing people to use you as a doormat anymore. You're way too empathic, and you've got to stop doing the things that you're doing. Um, you, you need to make that inventory list of what you want to finish off here. You still have a long life ahead of you, and you have to change the idea that you are in control of what you want to do. And whatever your partner is saying, don't listen to them as much as you – I'm not being mean, but you have your own course – he has his, and you might be outgrowing some of that. I don't think that there's separation or divorce in any of that stuff, but I'm just saying you've outgrown a lot of the people that are around you, and that's why everything has changed for you. That's excellent. All right. Let me uh, stop sharing this. Here we go. Back to That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh says yes. So she's confirming that. Yeah, that that's cool. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now, you see on my right, they just said, that uh, I don't deserve to talk to anyone is what it says in my right here. You see? Yeah, well, tell that to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that went down. Um, also, there's Donna. Donna's been asking. So we need to think it's Donna. Um, so I think it's Donna. Donna was asking about she was the cancer, 71564. Okay. And she, she's got a few comments in here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to parse them. They all kind of come up in one lump, guys, and I don't see all of them 
all the time and Kristen's work in comments too are on yeah i'm going three pages, pages so four pages we're so. trying to kind of get through it a little bit uh but i see you did ask how many guides how many guides does donna have so she had she's sitting with three right now she's sitting with the surgeon that died of a heart attack in florida on a golf on a golf course and he's there to help her slow everything down stop playing with that uh stop adding panic to her daily life because she does it and then all five guides get worked out worked up wow okay so interesting um there's a you'll be moving state by the way and you'll be doing it right after your thanksgiving if not you're doing it in february and you'll have your job your cake and eat it too and you'll be doing a lot better than you think you are excellent and morris is the one guide that is trying to help you and i don't know if it's even sorry it's not morris it's monique it's a very strong french woman 19th century turn of the century she was a um a pharmacist and she's watching out for her to make sure that she doesn't have these um episodes of wanting um addictions it's weird that's what i'm picking up wow wow all right yeah we'll we'll let that simmer a little bit yeah over there. Let her... give you a little little break too yeah on that um <laughs> what do you recommend people do about say negative and again i, I really am with you when you say there aren't a lot of negative things out here it's a select percentage small but to protect themselves you mentioned uh earlier okay know, so the, there's... the victims and what can people do that are some good steps most people know oh sage or you know what do you so in your um I, in my world i carry a bracelet of hematite cedar oh, nice yes moonstone I, I hematite myself I yes he wears bracelets of hematite as well chasolite uh rose quartz and a little bit of peach moonstone and dark moonstone Ooh. because it, it it holds on to your heart chakra so it makes you it protects your heart from being abused by the poltergeist itself it doesn't allow it to penetrate your energy by saying oh you're really really fat you know or you're really ugly or your eyes are horrible or you know they would do anything to really throw you off and um so you do that you put cedar in your home all over the place just put pieces of cedar everywhere uh say your own prayer when you go and smudge your home you walk in from left to right just like i listen to left to right when you walk into the house, you walk in with your left foot, you smudge the home, and you stay to the left, you go through everything, and you come out the same door that you left. You don't go out the back because you came out the front. That's not how it works. You need to return the energy, and just before you walk out that same door that you walked in on, you say your prayer, or you tell them to get the F out, and never come back again. They have no permission to be here. They leave. If they don't leave, those are a lot of issues that have to be dealt with uh, on a higher level. And mm -hmm. then people can do remote viewings. They can do all of those things. But 95% of the time, they go because they're tired of 
usaging and telling them to get out. In Chinese washing, if you have that. <laughs> right. Yeah, really, that's what we do as well. So that's, that's excellent. Um, yeah, I, I haven't heard that of cedar. And you said peach moonstone? Along peach moonstone is peach moonstone is there's a lot of healing qualities in there for women and if uh, people if women have fertility issues they should be wearing peach moonstone around their heart chakra up against their skin it helps fertility but it also protects you at the same time because it's dealing with your heart and it's dealing with those emotions it's uh, it's for the women species basically because they're the ones who provide us with the most amazing children in the world sweet thank you Wow, that's awesome. That That is really that's cool. That's what I have. I have um, not peach, but I have the rose quartz that was given to me. Beautiful. And that's what I keep around my And I like and the rose because I think it, you know, I like the magnet magnetic properties of it. And I like magnets, magnets in general to either repel or push things away. And um, the hematite, it's, it confuses a lot of the little minions, the little troublemakers, because um, they don't uh, – hematite can make you feel – uh, block your chakras so that they you seem invisible to them and they can't see your weaknesses. You always protect yourself. So as soon as you know that, oh my God, I'm, I, I, I can cry at the drop of a hat. So what you want to do is wear something around in between your throat chakra and your heart chakra, not to do that. So you wear something like, um, oh, citrine. If you wear citrine, that'll help with the emotion. It's that beautiful little, uh, this is the one that you can put in your wallet, and that's the one that sits on my desk. Oh, it's a nice, <laughs> yeah, nice piece nice. of it. Yeah, pretty. You know, and it's, and, and it's there to protect. It's there to help you. It gives you confidence, and it makes you move forward. It's always good to have one of those things when you're looking for a job. As well as less vulnerable to emotional control. So if you're feeling inclined <laughs> emotionally, like you don't want to get messed with, that, that seems like a great thing to to carry with you you better go it is. a huge chunk of that because i need it really bad right now <laughs> <laughs> oh no i i'm doing reiki on both of you right now so i'm just trying to clear everything so oh, thank you so much back, back there. we need new skeletons yeah we need particular skeletons you see we're I'm keep moving up like that <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> um go ahead. i just wanted to ask a um, Donna said, I just asked who is her third. She missed is up there on your side. She missed who her third, um, guide was. Oh, um, you mentioned, sorry, it was Monique and, and, uh, uh, Monique, and I thought it was Maurice, but it was a Monique and it was like a, um, a, a health professional, like somebody was trying to help. Right. I believe they, so. She was a French. Yeah, she was French. She was very protective. Um, uh, she was trying to help her stop with addictions. That's what this is. That's what that was. She was worried about any form of addictions that she could get, and she's blocking oh, that. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um you want to try another one of those? I'm good with whatever you guys are here. I'm I'm here for. Right, I don't want to deluge you with readings because yeah. Jim is available for readings. You can book readings. <laughs> you yes, can you can. JimHuntOfficial.com, and you can book time with Jim, and you can get really in depth. This is just a radio show, so this is quick, off the cuff but, kind of 
kind of stuff that seems to be really I, good. I also tell the Americans that you guys save a lot of money because it's 30 cents on the dollar when you book, right? So um, so oh. everyone's – the Americans are saving. The Canadians are mad at me because my prices are too high. <laughs> that's right it's a it's about 25 percent or something right 30 percent yeah yeah it's about 30 percent right change. now change yep yeah um let me see here let me just scroll right through i just had it up some working flooding in uh okay how about this one amelia langdon pleasant says i'm struggling my date uh is 8 i would love to hear your thoughts so Leos are going through a lot of turmoil because they've wanted to make a lot of changes in their lives. And over the last six years, the changes that they've made are based all on emotion or their inability to feel like they're in control. So what happens is it's not that they have, uh, I think, psychological depression. Uh, it's emotional depression because they feel like they haven't completed their tasks. But everything starts to change in 2022. There's quite a bit of enlightenment and the mercury and retrogrades will not affect the leos as much as they will the rest of the the birth signs so leos and cancers and virgos will get a break next year with the mercury's in retrograde so a lot of things are going to start to change but stop always having that panic mid-month because it doesn't deserve you just let it go because no one's going to hurt you anymore i promise and i was told that by your grandmother Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. What do you recommend people do that are interested in, in becoming more psychic, having the ability to read other people, uh, want to build their, their psychic strength? Is there any kind of thing you would recommend? Yeah. That do? I, get ready for this. <laughs> stop, stop judging. Stop judging yourself. Stop judging the person that you think you're going to read. We're not here as a judge and jury. Some people who are intuitive think that they need to give them the, the almighty view, what is happening, why it's happening, because of these reasons. A lot of the reasons we as psychic mediums give information is because there's a message to be held because you haven't outgrown the last soul life, and why not move forward? Um, white light yourself first and foremost. Protect yourself first. Do all of those things that are important. Try not to be anywhere in dysfunctional energy, because if you're going to say, I'm going to go read my friend and she just had a bottle of wine, you're going to get the worst reading in the world because it's, it's already depressive. They're already going to be combative. There's a lot of different things that you have to look at as to who you're reading. And it's almost like you have to profile the person before you start reading them. Don't just go in and just say, ah. Oh, you know what, this guy's going to have a heart attack and he's not going to live the rest of his life, so why am I even going to bother talking to him? Our job is to tell people that. They might think that we're crazy, but we're not. You walk up to them and just say, my name is Jim Hunt. I'm a psychic medium. I have a message for you. They're going to either tell you to F off or they're going to listen to you. 95% of us want to listen to what we have to say. And all I would say to him, when was the last time you saw a doctor? Because your grandfather's telling me you need to go to the hospital. Off they go. And they get checked. Their heart needed to be checked. They needed uh, surgery. Or they had a. They needed a stint. They were having a hard time breathing, and that's happened to me in real life. Excellent. Wow. You mentioned white lighting yourself. When you said, do you mean like meditate or? Mm, do I don't know how to meditate. I'm 62. I, I I'm going to be honest. I will listen 
to some Rolling Stones, some Pink Floyd, watch the fish in the aquarium, and just chill. Have a drink. You're a man after my own heart because that's how I do it. I listen to music. That's a a whole different Netflix and chill right there. It is. (laughs) Totally. Um, I don't even sit in darkness. I, I, I love music. Music is the essence for me of almost everything. I lose time. I lose all of that because I'm listening to what the author is singing, the artistic person that's coming out. And that gives me peace because there's always a message in music. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We love music. It's a big part of our lives. You see the guitars behind us. and Yes. Kristen loves uh, rocking out. I do. To uh, everything. The music. And music Godsmack. They all have the, especially Disturbed. Disturbed. Um, I don't know if you know who we they like are. We like a lot of heavy bands. Yes, uh, every, no, no. I grew up with Def Leppard and oh, yeah, uh, uh, Deep Purple, Zeppelin. Of all those. Uh, I, I like Disturb because um, most of their songs are about uh, mental health and they really push like, you know, go get checked if you feel, you know, depressed. I, be- I tell everyone right away when I see the depression or a color in someone or um, clinical, I, there's a difference between a clinical depression to me and an emotional depression for me. If you're having a, if you're having a broken heart because you've lost somebody, that's going to go away in time if you work on yourself and find out why this happened and don't convince yourself that it's always your fault. <laughs> you know, right. it could be somebody else because you could have outgrown them and they didn't catch up to you. There's always a reason um, for the emotional depressed. It's, it's hard to deal with. Like you can be stuck and you have everyone who loves you around you and you still don't feel good. But I swear to you, you're not alone because the spirits are the ones that are hugging you and keeping you at bay and making you say, I need to get that help. What do you think about, before we go on, about um, negative entities or negative spirits sucking out your energy? Those energy vampires are something to get rid of very quickly. Um, This is where I tell people, your form of meditation, my form of meditation, you Focus on you for if it's 30 seconds, you are you are already letting those those dark energies never control you because they'll control you less for 30 seconds where you're going to get back your timeline. You're going to start feeling better about yourself and they will just start dissipating and just walking away from you because you won't listen to them anymore. Thank you. Excellent. It's a lot of work, people. It is. Our friend Gail Heisen's out there, says, love your shows. Hi, Gail. Gail we love yours Small as well. Medium at Large, a podcast that we are super fond of, and she's been on here yes. uh, before, and uh, that w- we had a great time talking to her. She's awesome. Our uh, friend Robert Honings. Robert Honings and is out there. find him? A lot of our buddies. Actually, I think I put up a comment from Robert already. He um, asked a question. Oh, he didn't. A new one? Yes. See, I don't get them all. We got all this high-tech stuff, and yeah, we've got screens everywhere, so we look like we're busy. We're listening. Don't ever think we're not Yeah, listening. it's just we're... <laughs> we're just trying to get our chats in order and Yeah, because we get up on a bunch of, like, four pages. I'm stuck in a little corner in my office, and I have a ring light and a microphone, so I'm always... <laughs> well, yeah, we're doing our work, right? So there's, here's our, our work here. We, how do you break a spiritual contract, says Petra? Boom, boom. So fun. That's a good one. So I met with someone spiritual about a year ago. 
And I was freaked out because she said I had about 295 contracts in all the lives that I've lived. And I'm going, are you out of your mind? Wow. I, I didn't understand. And I didn't understand the concept. Um, and then she slowly explained, you know, um, in present day, I had to let go of my daughter's contracts, my wife's contracts, my best friend's contracts, because I was here and I was always trying to fix things, make things better, doing things for them instead of doing things for me when they have to do it. And I felt like letting go of the contracts in this day and age with the people that I love in front of me so that they can grow and do their own. I was breaking those contracts. But working with someone who can actually get rid of them, they're getting rid of them so that when you do pass on into another soul life, you no longer have those contracts that you have to fulfill anymore because you ask your higher self what's going on. Excellent. Just put Thank her, you. her birth date there. So just looking to connect that to the spiritual contract. I just asked Robert Honings. He's going to get it back to me. That's really, that's really cool. That, that is interesting. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I, I told you I'm different. I, well, yeah, I, love, I, love, I love that. I love your perspective. Yes. And, um, it's uh, something I, I haven't looked into too much, like spiritual contracts and how that comes about. People feel like they're under contract. Um, we do. That's an excellent question. Great yes, answer. Thank you. Thank now, do you think that there's uh, a sort of a lot of people talk about spiritual warfare? Do you think there is a battle between good and evil? Um. Well, how do I answer that one? That was Roberts. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, when we went to school, we were drawn to different sects, different not sects like. Um, the brown nosers, the geeks, the troublemakers, the brainers, the clicks. medium. Yeah. yeah. All the clicks. Thank you. The spiritual world works in the clicks as well. And if you notice that you have darker energy around you, you're either going to be curious and you're going to get involved with it. And then you're, sh you're shit out of luck for a long time. Or you're going to go towards the white where they're going to give you the information. And you just have to have the courage to work with the dark and just say, hey, I'll take whatever you're selling me. But that's all I'm going to do. I don't need you in my life. But if you want to give me information, give it to me. Because I found that the dark can give you very quick answers that you don't have to wait for the lighter energy to Look you up your file, tell you what's going on. Okay, yeah, you shouldn't be with George. George is not good for you. And the dark energy will just say, George is an asshole. Just stay away from him. <laughs> and you just have to figure it out. It's, it's, you, you'll feel it. You can feel the energy every minute. I'm actually cold on my right side right now. Whenever I do these podcasts, I get such cold energy. And I'm very warm on the left. Huh. Why is it with the cold? The cold energy is because there is, um, they are not giving off an energy per se. They're giving off an energy of cold to identify challenged or negative energy. When you're cold, you don't like it. So that's somehow the spirit world connected to that. And we don't like cold. I'd rather be warm than cold. 
So then I would look at the worm and just saying, wow, I can feel that, but holy shit, I feel this cold. I got to get out of that area. That's not what I like anymore. So it's always giving us messages, even in energy. So that's how I see it. That's interesting. I like that. All right. I think I did find Robert's question that uh, Kristen was looking, pointed out, and I'll bring that up. Robert Honings asks, what are your thoughts about the spiritual awakening we are experiencing now, the so-called ascension or evolution of humanity? There is a spiritual war going on of good versus evil. What does spirit have to say in these regards? And ascension is a word that gets tossed around And he a lot. put his awakening. birthday up as well. I didn't see the birthday, but... Um, so, because he, it's a question, so... So we don't really, yeah. Okay, so here's... And awakenings, and the, the, yeah. there is a big, like a spiritual movement going on at present. There is a shift of energy, and we've been taken advantage of uh, on the negative side because of the situation that we've been in for the last uh, two years almost. And, and we've seen it in the United States and across the world about good versus evil, even when you're alive and how we see things differently. The spirit world is doing the same thing to us where the darker energy is trying to control the light energy or push it away. And they're bulldozing us all the times. And what I'm saying to people is you can look at dark energy and it can stay there. You put your hands away and just say, I don't need you. My hands will go on fire. If you have the confidence to tell the dark energy to go F itself, it goes. Because it knows that you're not going to play around or you're going to fight it. Dark energy just loves taking you over. The light energy will be there and it will be saying, hey, read this. Do this. We're giving you messages with numbers. Um, we're putting you on this plane instead of taking that plane that's not going to nowhere. Or you're taking a train or you're getting a new job when you never expected it. You're getting good things to happen. They're not the... You're not going to be a millionaire overnight, but you're going to get a job that's going to work for you for the next 10 years where you can pay your bills and feed your family, where the dark energy is going to have you on the street selling hot items that are out of a truck somewhere. Or panhandling or something. Panhandling, yes. Right. And do you think there, there are energies, though, that are you can just say, you know, F off, get out of my house, and I say, uh, no, F you, I'm staying in mm. a, For instance, things like... Uh, just randomly, Amityville Horror, right? The Amityville House in uh, Amityville, New York. Very horrible thing that happened there. Do you think it was really something that uh, they could have controlled? Absolutely. Uh, when they didn't want to leave, they didn't want to, and they were staying because allegedly they couldn't afford to leave, I think it was. Right, yeah. That, yeah. So they stuck around for a little while. From what I understand through other psychic mediums that have been in that home, um, they were being told by the dark energy that everything will be fine and that they're going to live and everything is going to be okay because that's what they want you to believe. That's the snake oil salesman. But the lighter energy is saying to them, you got to find a way to get out. you got to move with your children. you got to get out of there, which is the first thing that I would do. And I would tell somebody, I can't clear your house. I'm sorry. And I can't. You have to find somebody that can do an exorcism or control your home. If you believe in Catholicism, maybe you have to say your own prayer, use your holy oil, do whatever you need. But 95% of the time, in that instance, they're not going to leave. They are going to stay there. It belongs to them and or it's sitting in a portal that you can't move. 
You can't move portals. You can't say close up and you're out of business. It doesn't happen that way. No, you don't think so. I do know a lot of people talk about that, like closing of portals and, and doing that. And I don't see them with my ability. So I, I don't know how it works. I couldn't tell if it was closed or not. Do you feel like they just stay open no matter what? It's just people change. They're always open. They're always open. And it's just a choice that you're making, just like we make a choice today. And those portals open, but they go to different dimensions. And sometimes they just walk in and I'm going from your screen into another screen because I'm going into another another dimension. That's what I call passerbys. That's what I I think it's a passerby. (laughs) That's cool. That's awesome. I uh, dubbed them. (laughs) Do you think that's awesome? to things like ley lines and what do you think a ley line phenomena because i know we're both a little cloudy and where exactly those lines yeah are. you uh, give that to dr google and it'll tell you or you wiki. Know, yeah the roadmap is everywhere picky wiki <laughs> do you, you think know it's they, hard to go ahead i'm sorry do you think they play into it like the portals are they connections like using these ley lines like uh they are system? they are that i think is part of the mapping system for them that's what i believe it is and um, a lot of them can leave and just go into something that where they want to go home and they don't want to be involved, but they leave a lot of residual crap behind them that we can't clear and we don't understand it or it doesn't feel right. But uh, it's just a mapping system to me. I'm not, I'm not totally well-versed on it, but I've always felt it to be a mapping system. It seems like that from people we talk to. Yes. That's the way they, they get around mm-hmm. on that side. And using these portals as doorways to, you know, walk into people's homes. And then you have other things like geomagnetic energy that yes. seem to seemingly play a role. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah. On Knock Knock Ghost. Well, first, how did you get involved with Knock Knock Ghost? How did that come about? So that came around with my wife, who's a professional stand-up comedian, which I love. Um, I like promoting her because she's insane and it's it's crazy. and um she met richard Ryder, who is the co-host of knock knock ghost because he was looking for a genuine psychic to go and do a show with him and investigate a lot of haunted places and richard is very big in the comedy scene in canada he's uh, part of the lgbtq community and he was very big on it and he's been on just for laughs and a whole bunch of other comedy specials um so when i was introduced to him that's when I met the producer of the show, um, the owners of the, the, the series. This is what we're doing. This is a concept that I thought I need to start making a name for myself. I really did because I was being sitting behind the scenes. And that's where it turned into what it is today. And now the show still has an amazing following. I mean, they're great on, on Amazon Prime. I mean, they're getting a lot of connections here so it's 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 fun to watch and people like the show because i i'm empathic to a point where i'm letting the souls go i don't want them to stick around i want them to go home so that's how that started was a comedy show wow Wow, what's your wife's name again jill knight and it's night time comedy k-n-i-g-h-t comedy and it's all one word take a look at her she's insane that's Great. wonderful. Well, I'm glad you get to promote your wife, definitely. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. As well. Absolutely. You're welcome. I loved it, though, on Knock Knock Ghost, because you guys break it up, and it's fun. It's not dry. It's not a dry. You, you, you have to, if anybody, you really need to watch this. <laughs> and you do seem to be the character that doesn't take any any guff. Like you, right. You're quite 
serious about your your what you're doing. My job. Your yes. job. Yep. Exactly. Because it, it was a job and it was they wanted information and to investigate. And the greatest thing about that show that we did for a couple of years was um I knew nothing about the places that we were going to. No history. They didn't let me know anything until we arrived. Wow. So so the dry walkthrough, that kind of information, it was just like, whoa, this is kind of crazy what we're going into, which seemed a lot of forts, a lot of prisons, a lot oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and a haunted B&B. And do you think that it's really mostly residual energy, or do you find that maybe just because tragic things happen in trauma. some locations, uh, trauma, it attracts active energy? Trauma does attract energy because you're sitting there with trauma. You're sitting there where people were hung for no reason um, or frozen to death or beaten or shot or uh, there were so many horrible things that happened in the turn of the century and during the Civil War and the wars and all of that, that people were still going through the loops of going through it over and over and over again. What you try and do is break them from that, that loop offer them something you're watching i'm watching them go through this over and over again it's a, cycle. it's a cycle yeah so the loop is a cycle so they'll do it over and over and over again and it's not entertaining to them they're sad and they're and they're frightened they're going through it every day and i just want to stop it and just say go home can you all the time excellent i i have the, the mo utmost confidence in what i do and people have just said that they've gone and they're not bad ghosts. They were just abused, just like we are on theirs. And they just don't know which way to turn. They can't see a light. They don't know why they're dead. There's so many very variables in this. So you, you're talking about residual and the residual you were just talking about was the, re, was the cycle, like a cycle. Mm -hmm. you, you, that's the way you, you see it. And right. And you, I, 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 you watch it. It's like watching a movie. It's, it's ridiculous. How do you help? How do you break that cycle and get them to go and make them feel comfortable? Okay. Um, depending on what you see and feel? Yes. Okay. So, uh, can I give a quick example? Sure. Absolutely. My goodness, yes. Okay. I'm a cyclist, so I, I, I ride my bike quite a bit, my, my little fancy bike. And um, if you go the paths that I do here in Toronto, You've seen cyclists that have been hit by cars or passengers or pedestrians just walking across the street and getting hit. So I was at this specific corner where this woman got hit. And uh, I'm usually saying, hey, go to the light. Everything's going to be okay. Or you walk with them as they're going through it all. They're not paying attention to you. And it was over and over and over again. I could not get this woman to stop getting hit in this intersection. So I had to think about it. I had to find out the history of who was killed at that intersection. I found out that she was a librarian and she was rushing to go to work allegedly. So what I did was I grabbed a book and I put the book in the street on the crosswalk. She broke her own cycle by looking at the book. Why is a book on the street? I got her attention and I said, look, there's the light. Someone's calling you go. And she was, gone just like that you have oh. to find things that's excellent an excellent example oh, that's a really good example thank you thank you thank you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something about um i before i'm sorry about uh the rose quartz oh 
rose quartz is awesome in protecting you because it it really is like um, um, giving throwing water on the wicked witch of the west. <laughs> it it just attacks them. It's like kryptonite to Superman. I don't know how else to explain it, but I have just watched people who wear um, that crystal and they just they they just turn around and leave. They walk out of a room. I I like it and I think it was meant for me because when every time I I put it on, I get chills and mm -hmm. I feel um love very very a lot of, like much love in my heart so that's the polished one that i would wear with me oh that's really nice so thank you and this is a raw one they look like amethyst that looks like uh, amethyst right yeah it looks like amethyst yep yeah but, this one's more what? pink oh they're in the same oh. it's the Sorry. rose hang on. rose quartz no, that's okay. hang on. i love amethyst purple is my <laughs> thing believe me Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, no, I, I, had, I had those rose quartz. Here we go. There's oh, my raw. Nice one. There's my raw. That's beautiful. Okay. Yes. Here's the tumbled. Oh, yes. So what that does, it protects fertility. It protects women. It watches out for you. It uh, incites positive energy. It takes away any – if someone's criticizing you all the time, have that. Put it – I tell women because my wife – she says, put it in the left cup of your bra and keep it there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's the left cup because it's the heart chakra side. So it's always healing and it's always recharging. And then just just, uh, just don't lose it down one of the uh, air vents when you take your bra off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. no, I'm laughing because our friend Anne-Marie Young was just talking. She had a long road trip, obviously. We were mm -hmm. talking about that. She says she does she keeps like some that. crystals in her bra and she keeps a lot of things on the left side of her bra so there you go, there you go. Yeah, so we, <laughs> i said way too much yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> our own show and tell as well we've got uh some dark uh, quartz there and amethyst and yeah I actually geodes are beautiful but i stuff i, I, I keep everything i keep everything in the window as often as possible to give the energy and return it Okay. Right. So you like the sunlight okay. or the, the moonlight moon. or both? Both. Both. Yes. The, right now the sun is in Libra, okay? As Aries is in Libra. And so I'm a Libra. So what happens here is everything uh, is light. Everything feels good to me, even through Mercury and retrograde. But you always have to be aware of what's around you and pay attention to what you're doing. Again, I tell everyone, you white light yourself. If that's not working... Take and imagine a mirror and have the mirror on introverted all around your body so that anybody that is sending you bad energy will just turn around and bounce right back at them and you're protected. But mm -hmm. mirrors are a big, big deal for me. Okay. Yeah. Our, Chris's neighbor has mirrors yeah, all in her do. windows. They have mirrors on their window and mm -hmm. they have their, their traditions. And that, I it, think of that too. And I've thought of that like being covered in mirror and it's the repel. Exactly. Whatever's coming at you, if you feel like you're being attacked in some way, I think that's. Whenever cool. I walk into any situation, I'm always prepared that way. Always. Anne Marie says that exact is exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> awesome. there you go. That that's pretty cool. Now you guys yep. use ITC a lot on your show, and I think that's great because we're big fans of ITC and spirit boxes and stuff like that. Was okay. that 
that you're doing or was um, no nope, they wanted because what happens here is the regular joe the regular jill they have situations where they need to feel or hear something that we do the spirit box of any side will always always give off some kind of information you just have to listen to it very closely and usually they'll give you the information that you're looking for and the spirit box they're drawn to energy and they go right for it it's one of the best ways of communicating with the with the spirit world a hundred percent but i never used it until the show oh is that right no okay so i didn't know if you had a background in it that's where nope. I was going there. No, 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 not oh. at all. Sorry, I just only oh, used it in the show. Don't be sorry, we were you just guys curious. A lot in the show, we did watch quite a few episodes, and I noticed you had the, the spirit box in a lot of them. Uh, so much so that I brought a spirit box. Yeah, beautiful. Although I'm not sure what, what I'd like to do a little ITC experiment with you, but I'm not sure what kind of questions we should ask. Well, um, I want to know if we should ask about um, Kristen and her. I'm- uh, about what you did in the Civil War. What that okay. is very All weird. Right. I like that. That is synchronicity right there. We were talking about that we're earlier in the Civil, Civil War. War. Earlier, yes. And you you were involved in the Civil War. You were a gray coat. And a man. You were a physician that was so young. Um, and um a sawbones. <laughs> All you did was saw bones, yeah. And Sir? you and you cauterized man after man after man, boy after boy after boy. Oh boy, that's yeah. so- that's the empathic side of you. The um, yeah, Doctor Sawbones. Uh, people who don't know that term actually does come from the Civil War, uh, in the, in the U.S. because that was the way to handle things. Um, they cut off so many limbs that they were referred to as sawbones. So that's true. Okay, well, let's, right, we well, can do we can do that. And hopefully this sounds okay. I've mic'd up. It's I've really loud. <laughs> okay. I've mic'd it up. So let's okay. make, make it work. Yeah. Sure, let's do this. So what I'm doing right now, though, which you guys didn't do, I white-lighted all of us. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I actually did that before the show. No lie. I, just, I believe you. you I just had to add to it. Oh, yeah. We appreciate that. We really do. And for our uh, listeners out there and viewers, you can't actually see the microphone of this. But it is here. How does that sound to you, Jim? I can. I hear enough of it because it's, I have these amazing, it sits right in the middle of me. All right. So, We're scrolling AM bands. And hopefully it's not too, too loud on the show. The levels look okay. Okay. So ask the spirit box if they know who I am. Do you know? I already said yes. Who Jim is. Can you tell us any of our names?
Did you know Kristen during the Civil War? Kind of hear a little yes in there. I heard a yes, but I'm just like, because it comes in, see, it'll wake up more when I talk, you see? Yes, it goes, it does go louder. Um, so, can you tell me if Roger's beside Kristen? Something tried to say something. Yeah. Like are, you, yeah. are you Roger? Roger, did Kristen save your life back in the day? And I got that same sound. I, and I did hear something else in there. I am recording. This obviously to be in a live stream, but I got a better recorder. Yeah. Back later as well. Is Chris here to protect Kristen? That same kind of sound, right? Yeah. I heard a couple of things that sound like whispers. What do I do for a living? Read. Are, are you here to help us? Do you like Chris's tattoo? No. No. <laughs> it sounded like a woman's voice, too. Yep. Would it be better if his tattoo was somewhere else? So. When I ask, I feel like there's a Charles beside you now, Chris. Who's Charles? Are are you beside Chris? I'm just gonna show this to the camera. Yep. So you see it. Running, it's a shack hack. Charles. Charles. We've actually gotten that name. Oh, there it was. Did you hear it? Yeah, I didn't hear what it said. You were talking. Yep, I was saying Charles. So I wonder who Charles is. Charles, Charles, did you protect Chris back in the 18th century when he almost drowned? That's pretty are you cool. are you happy with Chris right now? I picked up something very faint. I am a Canadian. Somebody said that, so I just wanted. I, wow. That was weird. Wow, that was really cool. Thank you for doing that with us. I, yes, no problem. No problem. It's fun. That was awesome. I enjoyed the heck out of that. I yeah. think our listeners I think that, will that's a treat for too. Our, yeah our viewers as as well. And they get to see uh, something that you might do on your show. So we really mm-hmm. appreciate it. And uh, I did hear some stuff. I'm gonna. 
play that back and I, ne- next week I'll I'll let you know guys know. I'd like that. to hear. Yes, we'll there, send I'll, it to I'll you. Send it to you. I don't want to keep it short. Put it we usually do get some bunny. pretty legit anches, and we have gotten that name Charles. That always stuck with me because it was said funny the way it it's came across. Good, Charles. Charles. He was yeah. quite protective of you. So, and it was, I think it was uh, both of you doing uh, fur trading, hunting, and you were stuck in the water, and it was the currents of the spring as you were trying to bring everything back. That's what I was picking up. Wow, it's interesting. I saved a. A child, and I was a child from drowning. I was a ne- really good swimmer when I was a kid at an early age, and uh, I always felt like that there was something to that. He was uh, going under. He went under the three times, and um, he was caught in a current and a swim. And wow! Him out. And I actually, I despised this kid. We were like enemies in uh, summer <laughs> camp. So <laughs> it was big of me to go and save yes, him. I guess that was. But that was a contract for you, Chris. That was a contract. So that's a spiritual contract, right? There you go. Oh, well, hmm. hopefully it, gave it doesn't me- matter. It's sometimes it's just like you look at yourself, go, whoa, but that then that was a release for you, no matter what. I've wondered if it played a, a factor in my life at some point or kept me alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that had a few crazy. experiences. It's insane. There was one more question I wanted to ask you. That's Have my you ever- new book. One more question. Oh, there you go. We really need to write one. We keep telling that. But um, you've heard about the old hag syndrome, sleep yes. paralysis. What What do you believe? What, in your opinion, what do you think that is? I, I do believe that it's not just one entity that can hold you captive like that. It's got a, it's multiples. They can't work on their own. They're not that strong. Um, and I think they work well in numbers. And they're there to frighten you. They're there to kill you. They're there to control you. I I agree with you 100% on that. Now, that leads me to um, shadow people. Mm-hmm. What is, is, do you believe they're the same entity? 100%. Me too. Thank you. Interesting. They're, they're the, clarifying that. The, the, the shadow people are, are, are unbelievable. And they are a controlled spirit intelligent and manipulative narcissistic there's everything about them they are really really bad i grew up with that and since i was very little and uh i can't even look at these things so i did too put that question that comment back i heard a little girl say hello and i thought it was in my in this that's why i keep tapping okay joshua dixon had posted for those listening, that I heard a little girl say hello, and uh, yeah, that worked I didn't hear it, so I'm sorry. Um, but Joshua, um, how long ago was this? Is that, was this like 28 years ago? I think he's referring to the spirit box session. Okay, because I, I feel like there was something 28 years ago of a loss of a child. Oh, oh, let him answer yeah. that in reference to the old tag. Uh, the little tidbit we bring that up because I actually saw the old hag before I knew there was an old hag. Syndrome. Oh wow! And it was just as they describe it, and it's been going on for documented for hundreds of years, but it may be a lot longer than that, like an old crone. And mm-hmm. um, the most common bit of phenomena that goes with that is she's sitting on your chest, and people feel like they can't breathe, and they're in a moment of sleep paralysis. I felt like I, I was drowning. Actually, there you go, drowning, right? That's Again. right. You just said, yeah. And um, I felt like I was drowning, and that somehow this old woman was chasing me with like the black 
nose and just look like a typical, like you would imagine a crone. And then mm-hmm. I came across that history. So whether I'd seen it maybe subliminally somewhere or just didn't notice it or retain it, I, I had that experience. We retain a lot of spiritual energy and information that others don't have, Chris. So you never have to think about something that might have popped up in your past of things that you do. It's an actual history inside of you that is opening up other doors. You just have to look at yourself and just say, I'm taking that. That belongs to me. I'm going to say it because it belongs to me. It's not, you're not, don't give us a second guess. You were actually very accurate in what you were saying. And I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm just saying we have to deal with our words and what we do because I listen to it every day. I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of family because of what I do for a living. Joshua replied, he said, the spirit box, but we lost my brother five years ago. I did almost die, though, 28 years ago. Okay, thank you. I just couldn't make it up because I'm not with you. I don't have you in front of me, Joshua. But listen, your brother is the one that's protecting you 100%. I would tell you that, not just because it's said there, but he's the one who stays on your left at all times. And he's the one who short sheets your bed because you were such a dick to him in the past. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Blunt, I love it. And short to the point. Sheets your bed. <laughs> I like it. I like and, it. And says, when people uh, who see those shadows and hag, if not strong enough to find themselves on a spiritual journey, some are not ready for. Maybe. I, you know, it was kind of frightening. I, I've had astral experiences and and was familiar with, with that and v- viewed it as a lucid dream astral experience being chased by the, the what would be the old hag and old hag syndrome. But Jim, I think you touched on something pretty good there. I, I don't know if you were referring to the collective consciousness about mm-hmm. the information just being around around us at any time to take. Yes. Uh, do you think that is like a um a sort of database or what is what is it to you, the collective consciousness? Again, I can go all the way back to the way that our souls grow, and we get to hear that and appreciate it a lot more as we get into each soul life. You are an old soul, Chris, and there's a lot of stuff and a lot of things that the spirit world is trying to communicate with you. The The heart situation that you've had is because you weren't taking care of yourself and you weren't listening to your body and you weren't listening to the spirits who warned you ahead of time. They did and and it was the one that you were driving before you had this heart attack the one you came home from a drive or something and there was something that you weren't paying attention to I'm not and you sure. had a lot of ravens or crows around you at that time too <laughs> maybe this raven over here yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure but I, I do agree with you 100 i feel that i feel like sometimes they do try to communicate with me and i just don't listen it's like oh they would tell me the whole time just stop doing this behavior you're doing mm-hmm. obviously screwing you up it is it's a it's an interesting way to look at things because um we always think that we have voices in our head or it's us um just tricking ourselves and uh we know and we're the only person that knows if we're lying to ourselves or we're not feeling right about something it's just that we can't explain it to the other person or our partner beside us because they won't get it they're not at our level or they're below our level or they're equal and they're just jealous that we do have it so it's it's it's, you can never win no (laughs) we understand though 
I'm looking. Did you have some? I had a question. I'm looking for um someone's question. She said she put her birth date in like two times, and I can't find her question. Oh, I feel so bad. Well, if uh, if we don't get to everybody in time, you can uh, book time with Jim, and you can uh, speak to him directly at jimhuntofficial.com. Can throw that out there again, and the money is uh, in Canadian, right? So the American it's in Canadian, so you're you're getting the break. <laughs> you get a little break there. So Joshua said, wonderful guest, must have him back. You booked gold this afternoon. Oh, thank Thanks. you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we do, I, I do see the, the birthday. I think yes, this was one this person we didn't get to. Jennifer. Okay. So maybe we'll, we'll do that real quick. and we'll Let's see, Jennifer. Jennifer says 8261. Jennifer Carnahan. Okay. Now, I'm Canadian. So is that August 2nd or is that February 2nd? That's a good question. Sorry. No, no problem. Because it'll make a big difference. I because Leo's have been struggling for the last seven years. Oh. And if you're February 2nd, it's the Aquarius, which is struggling emotionally with friendships and relationships. And they feel alone. Got it. Jennifer, I'm looking for you, girl. She says August. August. Okay. So that's seven years of a waiting list. So is there, you've, at six, uh, in the year 1961, you're still not looking towards retirement. It's not happening yet. But there's a whole major change of opportunity, and your lower back won't hurt as much this year. So just understand that that's going to be a lot better for you. There's going to be less of a struggle emotionally with the rest of the family. And it's not that you're cutting them off. You're just not going to be the doormat anymore. So that's going to be really good. And your youngest child is going to talk to you more often. Okay. That's what I got. Wonderful. Okay, great. Yeah, let me just put these up. Excellent. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah, that, this has been a, a really good time. Where's yes. the, the best place for people to find you, Jim? Is it that uh, Jim? It's at jimhuntofficial.com. I'm on Instagram at jimhuntofficial, Twitter, jimhuntofficial. I have um, the Facebook is JG Hunt Consulting. I'm having a hard time with Facebook to make them change it to Jim Hunt Official. I don't know why, but that's what the situation is. My hours are weird. They're from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Thursday. I have been doing this for so long, people. I take a three-day week, a three-day weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is to be spent with my family. I book special hours for people. So if I'm available, there's a different cost because I'm coming on for prime time for you. And if the people need to have me at 7 o'clock at night, I can do it. But the rates change at that point. I'm just trying to be honest, upfront, and real. Sure. No surprises there. No, that's excellent. That's Sorry about you. I, they get mad at me. A lot of people get mad at me. I get a lot of hate mail about me only being open 9 to 3. But it's the best that I can do with my have own family. family. Right. You have to spend time and take care of yourself as well. Absolutely. Family and, first. And, and if I can all honestly say, I get a lot of questions sent to me by email. I have a personal assistant. She checks them, not me. And I cannot answer 
the 50 to 60 questions I do get daily. I, I just can't. I can't imagine. Sorry. It's fun, but it's like I feel bad. I The empathic side of me, I just want people to know that it's not. I'm not ignoring you. I'm not. Well, we hope that uh, you have something in the works. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to seeing you in something uh, besides my macros yes. coming up. Well, I'm working on something. It's going to be happening very soon. It is one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me in my years of life because I get to do this and I get to do something that I love. Um, if you if you follow me, and I'll be able to announce it probably in the next couple of months, and then I'm going to let everyone know. But we're going to have a lot of fun with it because after the show, I've got to ask you a few questions about some places that I wanted to talk to you about and maybe get you on the show too. Oh, awesome. We're, Wonderful. Thank you. I'm super interested in that. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's awesome. And just stay on with us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, the stream will continue and we'll be off air. So I so, want to say thank you to thank you so all much. our There's a whole bunch yeah, of and our viewers and stuff flooding and, in. I, I think we could keep Jim here for hours ever, and hours ever. doing this because <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I didn't get my, my time. <laughs> Donna's still saying Donna's still she's about her third, third guide. Um, yeah. I, Donna, I forget. Um, I think that we had somebody that was, I forget what it was now. It was something about. We had a golfer. We yes. had money, yeah. and then there was a third one, and that, that was the one that I, I would have to just sit and focus, and uh, I, I might have to give that up another day. All right. And then she can always reach out to jimhunnofish.com. Yep. Yes. So um, we appreciate it. And we appreciate your audience, too, and all you guys for all your yes, questions. Yes, thank you. I uh, totally appreciate you being here. So thank, thank you, you so everybody. Much. We'll see you next week. That's all we got for Happy Saturday, and have a great weekend. Enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving, Thank Canada. Happy Thanksgiving, Canada. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right on. Bye-bye.